Blog Talk Radio. Listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen T. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meat at stayclassymeats.com, where you can use promo code Wide Men to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter, at Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. And welcome to this edition of Wide Men Can't Jump brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com. We have other great sponsors that you'll be hearing about as the show goes along, but we're on a uh, a new path right now with this crazy coronavirus situation, and it's been a mess and a half out there, that is for sure, but that will not stop us from talking here on our podcast about sports and all the things that we love, so we're going to change the format this week. Normally, we're a... Wednesday night strictly basketball show, but uh, there's no basketball. So you're saying, well, no basketball. What are you going to talk about? We're going to talk about sports. I'm talking all kinds of sports. You name it, we're talking about it. And tonight's the night. And uh, I'm waiting on my co-host. We're having a little bit of a, a technical issue here getting him into the program. So... As soon as we get him here, we'll uh, we'll get rolling with today's episode. Should be a jam-packed episode. We're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff here, uh, a lot of fantasy booking. Uh, 
if you if you can call it that. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, disappointing teams from every sport. Uh, if you have a team that maybe you want to throw your team at, tweet it. Tweet it to us at wide jump. If you're listening live, uh, call in. We'll talk about your teams and what teams you thought were maybe a little disappointing, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. But now, joining me from the Great White North, the one and only, the Canadian, uh, well, he's not the Canadian crippler. He's more like the Canadian crippled. It's Tim Dombrova. Oh, Nate, I can feel that healthcare system washing over me as we speak. Uh, it's hey, it's you're all kicking our ass pretty pretty good up there right now when it comes we, to getting this coronavirus under control. We have been extremely lucky and are dodging the bullet so far. Uh, I guess I'm just uh, far I enough. Hope, I'm off to be the path, man. Yeah, I'm far enough north that I'm just not in the line of fire so far, so hopefully it stays that way, but who knows. Well, anyway. The United States the United States is slowly about to catch up with Italy, uh, as we are now merely 9,000 cases behind them. So who knows what will happen, and we've lost him already uh, with these technical issues. I don't know what's going on here, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll get him back on here in just a second. I'm sure he'll be rejoining us here on this episode of Wide Men Can't Jump. But, yes, the United States, uh, our coronavirus situation, things are not getting any better. Uh, There's 10,000 new cases, uh, almost 11,000 new cases in a day. We're up to 65,000 total cases. Uh, Lucky in the death toll, only 931. So that's that's not too bad considering how many we've got. We've still got 64,000 active cases of this virus. And, uh, Let's just hope we can get it, and let's just get rid of this thing, you know, as quick as possible. The self-isolation, you know, it's it's kind of catching everybody right now, but uh, let's just uh, let's worry about it. Let's get isolated. Everybody stay home, stay healthy, be safe, uh, wash your hands, stay away from other people, and do the best you can. And uh, Tim is back. Welcome back, Tim. I believe the Chinese have gotten the blog talk radio, Nate. I believe the the coronavirus has gotten blog talk radio. So that's what it seems. Well, it seems that way. All I did was closed out the window from like to where I logged in. Now stop bang. doing that. I'm not. T- <laughs> I'm going to try not to touch anything, including myself, Nate. Yes, don't do that. And uh, speaking of touching oneself, what a jam packed episode we've got this week. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a good time, I believe. I heard we've got a new country crooner. He's making a deal there tonight oh well, yeah uh ed ba- ed banjo bogus i believe has got a new release coming out tonight on ah, was he did he go acapella and we've lost him again well this is getting to be quite annoying so <laughs> tim will come back on and he will cuss greatly i have a feeling as uh there just seems to be kind of a uh a mess going on i'll tell you what we'll go ahead and get to another one of our great sponsors and uh, we'll be back on the other side. Hopefully, we'll have Tim back and we'll be good. Let's uh, go to another commercial here really quick. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. 
On Strip Cam Fun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on stripcamfun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because stripcamfun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun. Be sure to visit right now. It's stripcamfun.com where you can strip on camp and have some fun. Again, thanks to our great sponsor, stripcamfun.com. Well, Shackelford is telling me it's time to go for a uh, country fixing here. So apparently, Bogus and the, what, what was it? You, it was called again. He's 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 Ed Banjo Bogus. Ah. And uh, I guess this is a, um, what do they call that, Americana? American Classic. A remake of a a great hit. Uh, You should all know it when you hear it, from what I understand. Well, uh, no no sense in beating around me, the bush. Let's go ahead (laughs) and uh, get to it, shall we? (laughs) Talk to me. (laughs) Let's get to it. Here we go. Banjo Bogus' debut. I was having me a burger. Down old Simston Way, I was eating it with fries. When Ed Bogus turned to me and said, What's that French fry doing? Laying there on your plate. I said, I'm about to chow it down. If you want some, you're too late. Well, he pushed back from the counter. And it ran his hand through his hair. He said, I've eaten all over this state, but one thing I won't do is share. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. I've eaten everywhere, man. I've eaten everywhere, man. Cross the desert, bear, man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've ate my share, man. I've eaten everywhere. I've been to Chapmanville, Beckley, Cedar Grove, Danville, Gilbert, Harmon, Farmington, Reedsville, Logan, Morgantown, Polka, Chapmanville, Grantsville, Hamlin, Kimball, Huttonsville, Matawan, North Fork, and Pullman. If I don't stop, I will be exploding. I've eaten everywhere, man. I've eaten everywhere, man. The shelves at the sheets are bare, man. I've had lunch in my underwear, man. I once ate with a bear, man. I've been everywhere. Good lord. I've eaten at McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Taco Bell, got us up from Charlie's. It was really swell. Cracker Barrel, El Rey, Olivierios, they were okay. Chick-fil-A took all day because they made me pray. There was another place that Ed says was the best, but I can't pronounce it. You'll just have to guess. He's eaten everywhere, man. Ed's eaten everywhere, man. The guy's ate his share, man. He probably weighs 300 pounds, give or take a few there, man. Ed's eaten everywhere, man. He's eaten everywhere. Oh, Ed Bogus, you're magnificent. What a tune. Good night, everyone. Take it easy and remember, social distancing, six feet, but it don't mean you can't share a pizza. Good Lord. (laughs) Good Lord. I I think that was magnificent myself. (laughs) Well done indeed. 
Well done. Well, well done. Round, round of applause. Round of applause. Well done. Can you can well, you hear that from from the from the wilds of Canada? Bogus. 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 That's just the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wolverines, man. It's two Wolverines. Two, two, two Northwest two Territories moose. Wolverines. Two moose chewing in a lake somewhere. Bogus. Bogus. <laughs> Picture of moose. I am, unfortunately. You know, he's pulled up a big clump of uh, of uh, lake grass and he's chewing it, and it's bogus, bogus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Tim, I'll, I'll tell you what a week it's been, man. It's just been, oh. No, you know, the, the, the lack of sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. But let's hold on now. Let's give a little more credit here to Ed Bogus. I mean, who would have thunk that Ed Bogus would know all those towns in West Virginia? <laughs> it's almost like he Googled them. Damn straight he did. <laughs> <laughs> outside of, outside of Shinston. I mean, I know the, I know the football slash uh, basketball places. And after that, I'm in big trouble. You think I pulled the Pullman out of my ass and all some of those other ones? <laughs> nice I'm Pullman, sorry. yeah. <clears throat> sorry, I mean Ed Bogus, uh, not me. Um... Yeah, yeah, it definitely wasn't you, Canadian. No, and, and and how do you say that the name of the restaurant? Because we should give them a shout out. The one that I cannot pronounce that starts with a C. Oh, um, shit. Cora, yeah, uh, hold on know. here. It's uh, Col Colesinos. Colesinos, I think was what it was. Because I know I tried to say it a couple times. Let's let's pull back the curtain because this show don't matter. Nobody's listening anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I I pulled back the curtain. Let's pull back the curtain. I tried to pronounce it, and I got some rough semblance of colonoscopy when I tried to say it. So I figured I didn't want to insult those people. You know, nah, I'm sure there. they they're great people. Sure, they, they Bogus, do a lot of. Bogus speaks high of them, so they they got to produce a. I mean, we know how fussy an eater Ed Bogus is. No, oh, yes, he wouldn't eat any. any <laughs> yeah, he's not the kind of guy that would, that would eat just anything. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm surprised that. Uh, well, maybe he does, and we just don't know it. I mean, does, does Bogus partake of the roadkill? Uh, if you're in West Virginia, you probably have, and you just don't know it. Yeah, if you're eating what a stew or a chili or anything like that, you've probably had some, some freshly I forty five or whatever your highway is there. Um, yeah, some, some tire flat and kill. Yeah, we don't do yeah. that up here. We don't do that up here. They they used to. That's back in the day, but not anymore. Nah, moose I mean, are awful. It was... It's awful hard to drag a moose off the road home. I mean, <laughs> you know, you need some help with that. I mean. Not like a squirrel or a gopher or something like that. Possum. I guess he's got possums there, right? Oh, yeah, everywhere. What, what's, <laughs> possums what's are everywhere, man. man. I can't help it. I want to bust into Chapinville Horton. <laughs> it's in my head now. I can't get it out. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so what, what, are we, what are we talking about today? Sports? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, sports, you know. It's kind of a oh, thing right. that we uh, talk about here. Uh, in case you were wondering, um, 
we'll go ahead and, and we'll just kind of look around here what's going on with the uh, you know professional sports no live sports going on at this moment unless you count pro wrestling and uh, with some of the product they're putting out there i don't know how much i'd actually call that a sport um I got, yeah you know, I I love, tim i love pro wrestling i really do i really love it it's it's probably like my favorite thing in the world these empty arena shows are killing me. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't well, watch look, it. I don't even try if, anymore. If anything, wrestling has done us a great service because we have learned already in two weeks that wrestling without fans is really very good. It's and not. I can only, and I can only imagine what football or basketball or baseball or hockey or college sports, any of the rest of them, what they would be like to sit in an empty arena and watch a game for two and a half hours. You know, you call me crazy. I think I could handle an empty arena basketball game better than I could wrestling because basketball, football, sports that aren't well, pre- Okay, but, but you say that, Nate, because you cheer for the Timberwolves. Well, yeah, I'm no, used to and, no fans. And cheer well, and cheering really isn't a part of being a Timberwolves fan. It's True, more it's a lot of groaning. Some more uh, One good thing. Sort of one thing. good thing is we do get uh, like everything. Like we, I got some mem- Timberwolves memorabilia, or as I call it, uh, garage garage sale specials. I got them on a you know good bargain. But um, you know, one thing that I look at Tim is wrestling. The crowd is so important to. Well, the psych- to the entire there's show. No, there's no psychology when there's no crowd. Exactly. That, that's my point. Whereas basketball, football, I mean, to me, baseball may as well have no people anyway because it's so dull well, okay, and all you uh, hear is people eating hot dogs. I mean, the only I good mean, thing about, about baseball is if you play fantasy baseball because there's 14 million statistical oh, categories. Dude, but I tried. I played fantasy baseball one time for – I got in a league. I literally kept up with it for three days. And <laughs> if you play fantasy baseball, you are a better person than I, because I I couldn't do it. I, I would have had to quit my job. I mean, can you imagine if basketball had a statistic for left and right-handed free throw shooters? I'm sure they do. If you're a stat nut, you're a baseball fan. Yeah, think, there's because just, there's, there's so many statistics, yeah. and they keep track of all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this guy Openly. is thrown. Uh, this guy is on Tuesdays in uh, afternoon games. Is two of twenty three against lefties on Friday with an average of you know blah blah blah. And they, I mean, they so there's it's ridiculous. I mean, all sports are stats driven to some extent, but baseball is just over the top. It's a lot, but. When it comes to having no crowd, I honestly think I could handle it with NBA, you know, football even. Because, again, for most of the games, you don't see the crowd, if that makes sense. Where wrestling, I mean, yeah, the noise does help, but you still, with wrestling, crowd on the big spots and you want less reaction in the down spots, and it's a roller coaster. Basketball, football, it's not like that. Those guys are trying to win, you know, straight out. They're trying to win. This is not a – 
it's not them trying to tell a story per se. The story no, no, is the yeah, game, whereas in no wrestling, argument. the story is no argument from me. Wrestling without fans is just is is not good. I'm sorry, it just isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't enjoy it, but uh, I mean, it's just it's hard. I'm gonna watch WrestleMania, the two day WrestleMania, I, I, because you know why? Why wouldn't I? I'm a wrestling fan for God's sake. Um, but my whole thing is. This has been really, really hard for me to watch. And I don't feel like they're really doing a lot of storyline advancement. I don't feel like I, I'm really going to care that much, if that makes any sense. Like, no, yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, would you rather, uh, I mean, I will use an example that we both can relate to. I think it would be a thousand times more fun to watch Duke get beat by West Virginia if Andrew's <laughs> in the if Angie is in the room and I'm sitting beside her, as opposed to I know she's watching somewhere, but I can't see her reactions. Hmm. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be totally serious. It, it would be a lot more fun, you know, if you're a fan or not a fan of a team to watch them win and or lose with people that you know. I mean, I'm quite sure she would love nothing better than to rub it into me if Duke is pounding Michigan and I have to sit there and watch her do her victory dance every time Duke gets a point. You know, I mean, that would drive me nuts as opposed to, okay, I only got to hear about it for 30 seconds on the internet right now. Fans are integral. I mean, it's just... And, I mean, it's a visual game, and part of the game is... I mean, it would be weird not to see fans, you know, like I say, Duke versus North Carolina, and there's no fans in the arena. Yeah, I I think the NBA could get away with it better than college. You know, during a free throw in Cameron Indoor Arena and there's not a sound, it would just be weird. Yeah. I mean, again, I think the NBA could get away with it better than than college because college to me is all about, you know, the fan interaction and and, and that all well, that sort of thing. So that to me it's helps. Not, it's not quite as much about the players as it is the schools in college. Whereas there are, I think, probably more uh, NBA fans, like Lakers fans. They're, you know, they're LeBron fans. They're not Lakers fans, at least the new ones. They're not there because they got any great allegiance to Los Angeles. They just like LeBron. So now I'm a Lakers fan. Whereas college basketball, if you cheer for whoever, whatever your school is, you've probably cheered for them for as long as you can remember. And you will continue to cheer for them regardless of who's on the team doesn't really matter yeah more than likely yes you're right um but we're probably gonna have to we're probably gonna have to figure it out because i fully suspect that whatever slim chance we have of a nba or a uh, of any kind of sports going forwards initially it's going to be in empty arenas i just don't see any way around it i've pretty much washed my hands with the fact that we're not going to have nba this year I'm there. That's where I'm at at this point. I don't see us having NBA uh, until uh, until October. I think you know when the regular season comes back. If this if this situation dies down, goes away uh, anytime soon, which right now, hell, uh, I think we got a better chance. Well, with with everything, here's here's become my thought on the situation. Why don't we all just go out and get it, and then become immune to it? Because the social distancing people aren't listening. At this point, well, without getting into it, it's because we a, from what I understand, that's going to kill the five percent of the population. 
B, nobody's entirely sure about immunity after getting it at this point. I don't think they've studied. I don't think that's been, this hasn't been long enough to know. I think they suspect that you will have unlimited immunity, but you know, I don't know about you. I just, I think they should go the opposite route. I think they should give everybody, okay, they've passed their, for our North America anyway. Okay, your country has passed their uh, aid bill. Canada has passed one too. You let that sink in for a week or two so people are getting their money or at least that's gotten going. And then you lock it down for a month. You just say, that's it. We're done. We're not going to ask you to stay home. We're not going to ask you to stay home. We're not going to ask you to do these things. We're we're just going to make you. And if you don't like it, too damn bad. It's past that point. I know you see these people walking around. Oh, they I mean they did a poll in Canada yesterday. Thousand people from across the country. Twenty-five percent of them think it's a hoax, and it's like, where? Like, uh, I just don't understand what would. What's the end game of the hoax? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that either. I, I, I don't get it. Like, who's who's benefiting from this? Nobody. Yeah, so, I, I'm with you. Know, I don't get it either. You know, and people trying to make it about politics in your country and some here too. You know, oh well, these guys are dragging their feet and these guys are don't love the people. Blah 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 blah. It's got nothing to do with any of that at this point. It's it is what it is it's here. Oh, I just like to throw in right now, just quite sa- uh, uh, as I've got the television on. Penelope Ford is a national treasure. Just like to say that. <laughs> you see what we. <laughs> Is she what we call it, the uh, the Wide Men Radio Network, a patriot? She is most definitely a patriot and very well done. Nah, well done indeed. Well done. Um, <laughs> well, let's uh, you know we, we talked about the empty arenas and and things like that. Let's uh, let's kind of shift gears to something that has been going on, and I think what we I think what we need to do is to look at the the NFL. A lot of moves happening in the NFL. The free agency period has started. And I'll say this to the NFL as I take a sip of my Arizona uh, tea and lemonade there. Uh, What I'll say about the NFL is they've done a good job at keeping people interested without going and exposing people to this. Has there been a recorded COVID-19 positive in the NFL? Now that I can't tell you. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with I don't think so. I know if, there there is, I, if there is, I don't recall it. I know there are two in hockey. And there's several there in a, the NBA. There's several in the NBA, and I believe I read somewhere that there is some COVID in a – a New York Yankee minor league system, a couple guys tested positive. But I haven't heard of any, like, big names in in baseball either. I know it's, it's running, running rampant in the uh, European soccer league. There's been a few big names have gotten it, including a couple coaches. But fell players that have confirmed, according to the NBA, for 14 14- Cases in the NBA, uh, Christian Wood is now fully recovered from his, uh, according to his agent. Well, Rudy Gobert uh, he's was fully recovered. What, uh, the 11th of March or the 10th of He was yeah, diagnosed on the 11th, okay. yes. So, okay. his, so he 
He's getting close right. to his two weeks. I was going to say, he's just about out of the woods. So, And then that would mean that uh, what's-his-name would also be, I mean, a day Donald behind Mitchell. him. Right, yeah. he'd be a day behind him. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, uh, actually, uh, today would be two weeks for Gobert because we were right. recording live when he tested positive two weeks Correct. ago. So, so some of these guys will start to... I mean, I read today, I believe it was uh, uh, Mark Cuban. Is he still looking at mid-May? And I'm going, I just don't see it. But Yeah, I don't see that um, either. Well, at some point, what you're going to see, I think, particularly in the, I mean, the NBA, basically, besides Toronto, American-driven sport, American fans, American sponsors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Money, money is going to come into it at some point. That these guys are going to, I'm sure somewhere in a corporate boardroom, there's a date circled. This is the date that we can survive until, and if we don't get it back by then, we either have to shut it down. You know, the, the, you know somebody's done the model somewhere that we can afford to be without money, or it's really going to start our, to affect our bottom line by this date. And once that date shows up, whatever whatever that is, that's when we'll see uh, uh, either a call for uh, the season being quashed officially and no playoffs and all that, or somebody's going to get brave and go, okay, well, we're going to give it a go. You know, May May fifteenth, we're gonna play without fans, and I just it'll take don't a, see them. I just don't see them doing it. I don't either, but they'll try it, and then it'll take the government or the health boards or whoever to slam that down and go, yeah, no, you're not doing that. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what to do. But I wanted to um, I wanted to talk about the NFL free agency situation we've got going on. Um. The big move, clearly, uh, that everyone's talking about. There's been two just huge moves. That's been the the biggest things. Um, The big one, Tom Brady uh, leaves New England and goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What a, a, you know, talk about going from the penthouse to the outhouse. As I said here in my Buccaneers jersey, but you're not wrong. Well, traditionally, shirt actually, not jersey. Traditionally speaking, I mean, the Bucks will be better. I don't know how much better. It should be better at least. It's one of those things where am I excited to get Tom Brady? Sure, absolutely. Tom Brady's a great player. I can't sit here and say that he's that he's not because I think he is. I think he's a great player. Do I think Tom Brady? can lead Tampa to a Super Bowl? I'm not so sure. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. He's well, okay. now, Grant, if, now, if this move happened five years ago, oh, I'm ecstatic. Uh, you know, do uh, I think five I, years ago I he could have done it with the team we had? Yeah. Yes. Do I, I mean, think so he, now? Uh, playoffs? Maybe. I mean, the Maybe. only thing that, the only thing that he does better than your previous quarterback is he doesn't throw interceptions. That's true. But other than my that, whole thing not... is, did the you know Jameis Winston, despite all of his pitfalls, he had a great arm. Uh, Tom Brady and Tom Brady has never had a great arm. 
and certainly does no. Not Tom now. Brady is a is a. I'm just going to throw the ball five ten yards down the field and beat you. Yeah, and he does, and that's what he does. I mean, he's accurate. He's got precision, and he'll but beat you on those but long drives. But he's not mobile. He has no deep ball. Um, he can be contained if the defense has got the person. I mean, it's the same as anybody else. I mean, Patrick Mahomes can be contained if you got four cornerbacks who can cover. Not too many teams have got that. Well, none do. So, consequently, he throws up big numbers, right? Well, not – you're going to get beat by Patrick Mahomes if you play man-to-man defense. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Patrick you know, Mahomes stop. will beat you. If you try to set your if you try to set your corners in man-to-man and you try to put a linebacker on Travis Kelsey, you're going to get destroyed. Right. It's not going right. to work. And, or, or it might work for four plays or four series, but it ain't going to work for a whole game. You eventually, eventually. are going to have to throw something at him and you have to get pressure on him. And it's kind of that way with Tom Brady. What's one thing Tom Brady has always had? Good pass-receiving tight ends, whether it be Rob Gronkowski or, you know, anybody else. What's one thing that Tampa Bay is rich in? Pass-catching tight ends. O.J. Oh, Howard, gonna, Cameron Brait. I was going to say, say, losses, say crab legs? But, no, I was going to say losses. But, <laughs> well, Brady needs a tight end to throw to, and he also needs a, a running back to dump the ball off to. He needs, we do have he that. Needs, it's, uh, like, I mean, but granted, Tom Brady is good enough that he can, he can make four reads too. He and can. Dump it off, and dump it off to his third or fourth option if need be. Whereas your uh, incumbent quarterback there cannot, could not do that. He was not. Here, here was my big, here was my big thing with the, the move. Who does this affect the most? I say Mike Evans. Mike Evans was a deep ball threat. He was He's a big receiver. Tom Brady will love Mike Evans, but Tom Brady is not going to get Mike Evans to 1,000 passing yards. He's just not going to do it, in my well, opinion. I don't, I don't see it. Well, it won't be – I mean, Mike Evans will have to get 1,000 by catching the ball and running for yards after he's caught the ball. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tom Brady's not going to be able to just throw the ball down the field and let Mike Evans come down with it very Correct. often, if at all. I just don't yeah, see he's that. not – He's not that kind of passer. He just isn't. I mean, he the might get slot, the slot receiver is going to flourish under Brady. You know, that's your Amendola's, your Welkers, you know, you guys like that. That's where Brady yeah. goes. He's an over-the-middle passer. He catches you behind or in front of the linebackers, tight ends. The number one and I mean, number two yeah. receivers usually are never the best receivers no, for Tom you, Brady. You, he needs a guy or two guys that quarterbacks honest where, okay, if we don't cover this guy, he can get open and even Tom Brady can throw a 40 yard pass to a wide open dude. Like, well, yeah. tough. So, so we've got to cover them and then he eats you alive underneath. But it, it's going to be, will guys adapt to the Tom Brady way of playing football, which is I'm throwing it to whoever the hell I want. I don't care who you are. I don't care whether you want a thousand yards or 200 or 500. I don't give a hoot. I want to win and I'll do whatever. If that means I got to throw eight passes to a backup tight end, Tom Brady will do it. He don't care. He ain't, I mean, he's a good team. He's a good, he's a good team guy, but he, but he still, and he cares about winning. 
And that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. He ain't above my, losing a few my, egos One of my biggest there. questions... One of my biggest questions for Tampa is who's going to be the guy that's going to play that slot receiver? Mike Evans is your one. Got Chris Godwin's your two. You know, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brate, they'll run the double tight sets. They do that a lot. You could move O.J. Howard to the slot if need be at times, but their number three was usually your slot receiver. You know, Scotty Miller, Bryant Mitchell, uh, Janon Mickens. I, I just Justin Watson. None of these names are really jumping out at me as dynamic slot receivers. But again, it, it takes a quarterback to make a slot receiver work. I've heard it uh, on good uh, uh, authority that the uh, the Delco kid Tom Wellett Robinson is in training. <laughs> the only thing that man catches faster than footballs is cold beers. Well. I mean, if they could ever just get him to, you know, some kind of uh, psychological association that the football is just a big, big beer. And if you catch <laughs> it and get into the end zone, you get to drink it. I mean, Tom is probably. Well, it's, the same thing. it's the same thing. If we could make the football into a lasagna, then Ed Bogus would definitely be MVP. I, I kind of was leaning towards like a football shaped mozzarella stick. <laughs> <laughs> and Bogus won't catch it with his hands. He'll just catch it with his mouth. Man, hard to do that with a face mask. He would be yeah. uh, Ed Bogus, golden golden receiver. Like that Air Bud movie. Ed Bogus is such a beautiful man. He doesn't need to wear a helmet. Nobody's going to damage that face. <laughs> Maybe Whitney Bogus might, but other than that. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. Well, well, yeah, no, you know, yeah, I think... I think Whitney Boggess is a saint myself, but because apparently that woman doesn't know how to cook for less than 42 people, even if Ed is the only guy there. And yet we've not been invited. Well, I can, under, <laughs> I can understand why I haven't. And after my little soiree through the state of Virginia today, I've learned that uh, Shinston is quite a distance from Logan. It is. It is. I've never been to Shinston, believe it or not. I'm going to have to roll um, through there and hit that Italian joint up just so, uh, Maybe if I tell them I know Ed Bogus, that they might give me the the nice table in the restaurant. You gotta watch. Uh, you gotta watch out for sinkholes when you go to Shinston. So uh, of course, and then of course I can always visit Shinston Stomach Pumps afterward if I need to to well, take care we, of any uh, situation. Speaking of which, it's funny you oh? mentioned Shinston Stomach Pumps. Oh, okay. Did you have a breaking news. Well, did you know? I don't know if you've heard this, but did you know that uh, Wide Men Can't Jump is officially signed on uh, with FIBA? Did you know this? Or did Shackelford not tell you? You know, I've heard rumors, but, you know, I, the paperwork hasn't hit my desk yet. So Okay, well, apparently, well, you do. I mean, again, let's pull back the curtain. I am the, uh, uh, under, the, under the tutelage of Steve New, I am the legal representative for Wide Men Can't Jump. And all, yes. uh, li- all licensing agreements, et cetera. Um, yeah, I just and have I, to sign I, them. That's right, and just do what you're told, you monkey. But anyway, um, I I've been do. told. I've been told. I have it on. I, I can release this now. We have entered into an agreement with uh, uh, FIBA, and we will be presenting next week the Wide Man Can't Jump Invitational FIBA World Long Distance Three Point Shooting Championships uh, to be covered on ESPN 33. Oh my goodness! Not not train to trace. We're going to be on there. Well, got to start somewhere, Nate. 
Well, not there's I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, who among I mean, us hasn't tuned in for the great sports on the train to eat race? I mean, there's a good chance we could be simulcast in uh, Russia on uh, uh, KGB television. And uh, up here in the north, we're going to be on the channel. Oh, you mean the KGB network? That's a good. That's a good channel in Russia. You ever hear that? What their their uh, you ever hear their call slogan there? KGB. Uh, Tune in now. <laughs> Same time next week. <laughs> the KGB ch- will wait for no one. <laughs> They're on the only channel in Russia. I mean, so I think it's well, got to be uh, it's got to be good. But but to get into further, I mean, it's uh, from what I. I've entered into uh, sponsorship agreements with the aforementioned uh, Shinston Stomach Pumps. Absolutely. Uh, great great guys down there in Shinston at Stomach Pumps. Uh, and uh, here a little close to home for you. Oh. Uh, I know you got I know you guys have been having a little bit of trouble with the governor down there, but uh of course. Uh, but the uh, Jim Justice School of Public Speaking has stepped up and is uh, sponsoring <laughs> the uh <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to be sponsoring the uh, the color commentary of the game. So oh, God. of the prestige, uh, and I will add, this is being held in the great great city of Philadelphia. Of course, of course it is. Everything's in Philadelphia, and of Everything. course in the count in Delco County. Of course, um, <laughs> and, the universe. Uh, yeah, and dealing. Uh, you know, just to let people know that we are. Uh, you know, we are, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we will adhere to all government standards, et cetera, about the social distancing and all that. We will. We will. So we're going to hold it at the, uh, apparently Mensa has a court in Delco. So really? we're going we're gonna <laughs> to hold it in at, Delco? The, at the Mensa. At the Mensa. Well, because there's not going to be anybody there, right, Nate? So we're going to hold it at the Mensa. <laughs> That's um, not a bad move, actually. <laughs> And I guess that uh, Kitty Corner from the Mensa is Planned Parenthood. So there's no oh. one anywhere near it. Nobody <laughs> anywhere near those places. In, no, in no, there's so, nobody there. Uh, and uh, I, I, Tom was telling me, I, I spoke to Tom. Um, he told me that back in the day, the Delco Court was uh, was originally the uh, practice facility for the uh, 76ers. But, uh, oh. Iverson, but Alan Iverson, of course, uh, wouldn't practice, so they never used it. Um <laughs> Wait a minute! So, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! A minute. You talking about Alan Iverson? Are you uh, are you talking about what I think you're talking about? Uh, I mean, well, I don't know. we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. See, and now that story for years, people have wondered about that, but it becomes much clearer when we realize Alan Iverson's fear of Mensa. Um, <laughs> you know. Didn't know what it was. Maybe thought it was some kind of space agency or something. I don't know. He actually, so he was, I heard he thought, I heard he thought it was another form of staff. But they actually told him no, that's MRSA. But you oh, know. Oh, oh. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm just not going to touch that one. Uh, so I <laughs> come on. I I have it on. Uh, I also have uh, with our corporate sponsors, uh, uh, Kroger's, Campbell's, and Charmin. Uh, the winner of the uh, three-point long-distance wide man jump FIBA uh, invitational. Well, that's a mouthful. We got to shorten that somehow. Uh, I'll work <laughs> it on really that. Is. Yeah, I'll work on that. Um, the winner gets uh, 25 pounds of hamburger. Uh, oh wow! Of tomatoes, a case of tomato Campbell's tomato soup, and uh, wow. 150 roll 
and 150 rolls of three ply Charmin made. Three ply. My goodness, gold so, that is. So as you can imagine, this has brought out the greatest, some of the greatest uh, street three point shooters in the world. Because no NBA players are allowed at this thing. By the way, oh, of course no not. Profe- you know, I mean, no but, but who who are some of these? Who are some of these guys? Well, would you believe that we've got two ladies in the field already? Do we? From Australia, Sue the Shooter. Uh-huh. Whoa, it's Sue the Shooter in a shooting contest. Wow. Uh, yeah, imagine that. And, and from your own West Virginia, we've got, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe you know who this is because I don't. Uh, Angie Lucille Carrot Top, the Duchess of Claycomb. Do you know who that is? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Countess Carrot Top, as they like to call her. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I I don't know. Just saying. Uh, Sounds familiar. (laughs) Yeah, this should probably hear. I already got somebody somebody I'm rooting for because I might get a little bit of that hamburger. (laughs) (laughs) And the Charmin. I mean, come on. Well, you can't go wrong with three ply. Yeah, I can never have too much Charmin. But then, of course, uh, uh, from Cuba. We've got Fidel Armando Rodrigo Torita. I don't know if you know mm. him or not. He's uh, uh, doesn't sound familiar. Apparently, he's known as Fart, Nate. Oh, Big Fart. Oh, okay. Big, yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. From, Havana, uh, Havana's hero. Yeah, I know who that is. Okay, I got you. <laughs> and then from from uh, <laughs> Serbia, we've we've got Brogdon Milos Nikola Petrovic. Uh, he's apparently all these guys have got nicknames for some reason. Uh, okay. I guess that must be. Must be part of the street thing. Uh, he's uh, he likes to go by PTSD. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a, maybe in Serbia that's a could be a communicable disease for all I know. I, I, I mean, everybody <laughs> in Serbia, I believe, has been diagnosed with that. But either way, I mean, and a lot, a lot more uh, uh, local flavor, uh, of course, from Shinston, um, Ed Butterbean Bogus. Oh, uh, the Butterbean. Because apparently if he's if he's shooting threes, he's not the Shinston sinkhole. He's butterbean bogus. Well, if he knock, but if he knocks them down, uh, he calls the uh, the buckets bark guns because he knocks them out. <laughs> That's good. He'll like that. Uh, and you. then from from California, mm, oh, out of the way, out west, we've got uh, Armando Lionel Cristiano Martinez. <laughs> The only man, the only man that carries a switchblade with him to church. So looking, looking for any opportunity to slice Lionel Messi from stern to whatever they call it, from head from to stem toe. to stern. Yeah, there you go. Um, so that's that's interesting. Um, then I guess some more local flavor. Uh, I didn't know this was his nickname. Uh, see if you get this one, uh, Nicholas Hoser Hoff. So you know who that is, right? Oh yes, yes. Did you know he didn't was know that was his as, nickname, but no, that's not his nickname. He's Nicholas Hoser Huff, but he is known as the Canadian Czar. Hmm. I guess Nicholas. I guess is the yeah. Yes, Czar Nicholas. Yes, I, I get it. I get it. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, okay, well, there's no yeah. Bolsheviks in this. If there is, he may be in trouble. <laughs> White 
under well tom robinson if you get that over. joke out there ladies and gentlemen uh you are smarter than a fifth grader yeah if you get this one then you really know what you're talking about uh, tom robinson has been known to befriend a few white russians <laughs> well tom robinson does abide so that's for sure <laughs> speaking of tom robinson what has happened to the robinson. show Speaking of Tom Robinson, Tom has announced he will be participating, but he wants to be called Tom Well-Lit Robinson. Oh, so, God. I guess. I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he has already announced that he will be uh, – he is playing this uh, for uh, – what's that called? When He's dedicating his performance to Larry Bird, and he's going to keep his coat on during the entire thing. <laughs> My coat of many colors. <laughs> and then we got, we, and then we've got a, a kind of a dark horse entry. The last one I have, and uh, and I'm not sure who this is. It doesn't tell me where they hail from, or anything else. Um, Mr. Charles Shaquille Simmons. Hmm. Now, one can only guess at, at what that. And then we've got we've got uh, three uh, three more at large bids yet to be announced. Mm, this will be fun. So I don't know who those are going to be, but uh, I mean, come on, Fidel Armando. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. We might have to get uh, Armando to call the boat. Looking forward to it. I want to hear Armando call the boat between Fidel Armando Rodrigo Tarita and Armando Lionel Cristiano Martinez because I think that'd be good if we could get that in Spanish. Maybe I would enjoy that. Because all enjoy that. Because uh, all you're gonna hear is three. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're gonna hear tres. Tres hombres. That's a ZZ Top album, isn't it? <laughs> Trace hombres, indeed it is. Trace I have it on. Uh, I have it on, over here next to my record player. I was gonna say, have you got that on vinyl? I do actually. Whoa. Okay. You tell the kids what vinyl is. They don't know. <laughs> it's these big black circles oh. where you. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, they were, they were originally made from wax. What's wax? Well, kids, that's a, this ancient invention called candles. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, who the hell uses those anymore? Oh, maybe on yeah. your birthday. You don't have a generator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the odd birthday cake. You see a few candles, but other than that. Yes. But anyway, um, okay. Oh, man, I mean, why? Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Going international, baby. Um, oh, I yeah. believe Ed Banjo Boggess will be singing his version of the national anthem. Oh dear lord! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and what's that? Well, hold hold on. Okay. That's uh, little TRs here. Uh, you know you. Can't oh no, him. he's back. You know you can't. He never left. The bastard was in my basement the whole time. Um, oh, he got out. <laughs> was hiding under a tarp like he was, uh, you know trying to bust into Canada, even though he was like 3,000 miles into Canada to dump. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. He was born in Delco and educated there for a while. He's not very bright. Nice kid, yeah. but not Anyway, TR, what? Really? I don't think so, little TR. No, there's no way in hell. Well, little TR tells me that he got a call from... Frank from Flintflon will be singing the Canadian anthem at this event. Oh man, 
Uh, Frank just has been about to, to get real. Frank has been known to change the words. <laughs> no, not Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that, I mean, Frank is probably going to want to call the, any of the uh, uh, pairings that have got Robinson in him because, you know, he hates Tom's guts. I don't Very really true. know how that. I don't know how that ever got started, but they hate each other. There's got to be some underlying issues there, but that's I'm another story kind of, for another day. I'm kind of wondering if uh, I think Frank might be TR's dad, little TR's dad, but anyway, just saying. Just throwing it out be. there. Could be. Well. Could be. But anyway. Um, All right. Oh, well, well, that will be right. interesting, and I'll we're looking forward to that. It'll be crazy. But. I do want to uh, I do want to tell you today's episode is brought to you by Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, and uh, don't forget about them during this crisis and this time. Um, you know, go check them out. Facebook dot com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. I mean, what could be better if you're practicing social distancing and you're quarantined or isolated than playing with action figures and or reading comics? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I I can't. I, I honestly I can't get mad. I, I mean, that's I mean, one of those. Have you not considered webcamming your version of WrestleMania with done with your ring and action figures? I mean, it would be a lot of fun. It would actually. <laughs> oh God, that was a I'm not. I'm not against this. No, well, I think you know that probably get a lot of views. We might be able to monetize that. We could actually. We could. We'll have to look into that. But Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Let's check them out because Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC small businesses try to support your small businesses while you can during this rough time. They need our help more. Anyone, let's hear some more from Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my god! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Well, let's venture back to the NFL while we're at it. Been some interesting moves. Um, I still don't. We've barely talked about any sports, damn it. (laughs) But I don't want to. Well, I'm going to throw this out here instead because it's more relevant than NFL. Because who cares? Well, I care, but I mean that's ways off yet. Um, Bauer. Do you know who Bauer is? Uh, no. They make uh, they make hockey equipment. 
specifically they make uh, well they make all types of equipment but they they're big into helmets and uh, face masks they uh-huh. have retooled they have retooled their Canadian factory to make full face cards for uh, healthcare workers mm-hmm. well that's good it's kind of an interesting thing to see that made me think you know what else could uh, you know is there any other I couldn't really come up with anything I thought maybe somebody who who made like jerseys or things like that, maybe they could retool to to make masks or gowns or something like that possibly, but it might take a while. Apparently, the process to make a half visor and a full visor is not very different, so it didn't mm-hmm. require much, didn't require much, and they didn't have to. Because um, as I understand it, a lot of the trouble in this retooling thing, companies have got to be willing to hand over their schematics and patents and all this stuff and a lot of them of course you know that's big money so a lot of people don't uh, don't want to do that even in like with the isn't it uh, i think it's tesla is going to make ventilators but yeah. it involves but it involves the ventilator people hanging over all their patents and all this kind of stuff and they don't you know they well they just don't trust that tesla dude hmm I, mean, I guess I could see that. Well, the chances um, of getting somebody ripping off your technology would grow quite a bit. But. Yeah, true. I mean, that, that they could do. So uh, that's an interesting development going on here. So that's. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I came up with a use for the bats, but I just don't really want to say what it is. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I, I'm very with, sure. Hell with, hell with it. I'm old. You know, you can club the elderly with them. That's true too. Uh, not that we yeah, recommend that. Or better yet, how about offenders of uh, social distancing rules? You know now uh, even the, better then. Okay, you know the West Virginia State Police are armed with Louisville sluggers. You know you're not you don't have to worry about getting shot. You're just going to get your ass beat for being stupid. Well, that would I be. Nice. Yes. I'll vote yes for that. But anyway, I'm okay, not against you know that. You want to talk about the NFL? Fine, we'll talk about the NFL. <laughs> I'm sorry for trying to bring sports into this sports show. <laughs> but we said it wasn't going to be a probably going to be a sports show this week, and I'm bound to determine to have Ed Bundy Boggs on this show. <laughs> well, let's talk about a little bit of the NFL here. Um, another move that took place was the Houston Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins. For David Johnson to the Arizona Cardinals. Don't understand this one. This one strange, did not make sense to me. Strange trade. Uh, I have to assume one of the parties that well, didn't wasn't it rumored that the Houston guy was unhappy in Houston? Although he denied it, I believe, but I believe that's what came out that he'd asked to be traded. Yeah, he denied it, so I, I don't know. Uh, but apparently, you know, you don't know. I mean, we're not there, so we can't can't say 100%. I mean, that's a bit like a fart, Nate, you know. He who denied it supplied it, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I yeah. Nine times out of ten, that's usually because it's I agree. I don't know how true. Me neither, but it, would, it wouldn't surprise. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. Usually. I mean, those guys, there's not too many guys left that have uh, – team loyalty it's about the bucks and whether they get to play or not and 
I mean, I don't blame them for that, but it, you know, not too many guys yeah. care about move, moving from one city to another anymore. Yeah, I mean, Hopkins gets to play. Um, and, of course, you know, he was the number one receiver, but I guess he was tired of, of, you know, losing in the playoffs. And, I mean, Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Um, the running back situation was kind of all over the place there. I don't know. You know, Will Fuller was always hurt. I'm a big Will Fuller fan, but he's always hurt. Well, he's going to see more football from Kyler Murray. Is that the thinking? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I mean, he didn't request a trade to Arizona. I don't think, I think he just, if I had to guess, he just wanted a trade. Um, and they get David Johnson who Kenyon Drake had taken that job already. So oh, yeah, I, I don't know. He, yeah. Well, he will be the big dog in Arizona though. There's no well, he was the right dog in Houston. That's, that's one thing I'll, I know is, is he was the guy in Houston that, um, you know, he was the well, guy. I mean, he's a top five receiver in the league every year. I mean, if I, if I had to, I mean, okay, Arizona wasn't particularly great last year, but they were competitive, and they're at least trying to win. Yeah. Uh, and their quarterback is doing what he can. To, I mean, they had several fourth quarter drives and overtimes and all kinds of stuff last year. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe if you're in the dressing room, I mean, we don't really know. I mean, I can't, I don't remember what Houston's record was last year. I want to say nine and seven, I think. They were a playoff team. Yeah. So, but they weren't a powerhouse last year by any stretch. Uh, maybe he sees, maybe he doesn't think they're going to get any better and it's time to get out of there. And, you know, you'll go anywhere for a year. And if he's, I don't know what his contract situation is, but I mean, usually if you get, you know, guy that's as good as he is can get traded somewhere else if he wants to. Uh, I mean, Houston was, well, Houston was 10 and six. Um, Apparently now there is a rumor. Um, apparently the, the rumor is Sean Watson could possibly be moved to the Patriots, which is uh, very interesting. Um, of course, that's just rumor. I'm not saying that that yeah, happens. Says who here, is, I'm, reading, I'm just kind of looking through here, um, and it says here, will the trade happen? Probably not. Let's get it out of the way, but we don't see that happening. Um, I mean, there's about as much chance of that happening as BT Cheese becoming a sponsor of this show. Yeah, I agree. If you have to look up BT Cheese, uh, just uh, do it when there's nobody around. You're but not gonna, you're, not, you're not gonna find it, and if you do, it's not unless there's people it. unless there's people that are listening in on our phone calls. They're, yeah, they're, they're not gonna know. know what we're talking about, but um, yeah, you know, okay, that's something I haven't. Speaking of making a bit of a segue from that, um, I haven't heard any talk about uh, payment for cheerleaders. I mean that that is uh that's a thing. I mean, I uh, guess you're I right. Mean, I mean, are they counting them in with, you know, well, no, because they don't really work. They're not building staff. I mean, they're employed by the team. I haven't heard anybody mention it. I mean, not that it amounts to a lot of people, I guess, but. Well, I think what they're saying is not that cheerleading is not a sport, not that we're going to talk bad about cheerleaders. 
but but hold on. Let me get there. Who sling beers at the arena? We should be worried about the cheerleaders too. Well, Granted, most of them don't get paid very much though, so they're not really out a whole lot of income. I don't. Oh, think. you're talking about pro cheerleaders? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I. Uh, High school. I thought you were talking about the co- paying college athletes and paying the cheerleaders. Oh no no okay. no! I'm talking about like the Laker girls and that sort of thing. Oh okay okay. I'm Dallas sure Cowboys. they're being well taken care of. Well okay. <laughs> well they're under okay, contract, I, I assume. But are they getting paid? I'm sure they're getting taken care of. But I mean I don't know. I'm sure they're, they're under contract. Well let's 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 dive into this here. I mean, I've heard uh, a lot about you know guys who are peanut vendors and hot dog vendors and guys who sell tickets and all this kind of stuff, and that's all well and good. But nobody's and you know they talk about coaches and support staff and all that, but I haven't heard a word about cheerleaders. Hmm. Apparently, not much. Um, median wage for dancers working in spectator sports, including NBA cheerleaders, is fourteen dollars and fifty-eight cents. Yeah, it's not much. Uh, we better, we better get a hold. They're typically paid a stipend per game with more earned for championship games and special events. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tweet, uh, what's her name? Um, Rose McGowan. Oh God. <laughs> Please don't. I'll tweet, I'll tweet Rose McGowan and that'll get Gloria Aldred. will smell money and she'll be all over that by, by tomorrow afternoon. They'll have all have new million dollar contracts. My question is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that the cheerleaders normally have a day job. Um, it, if it's I had to guess, been my understanding that it was never enough for me to just only do that. I'm looking. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Paula Abdul, one of the greatest dancers in the universe, the history of that kind of dancing didn't do it she got the hell out of there so it can't pay much it just can't you know because she's a well she's a nasty girl that's janet jackson you're right (laughs) to be eligible for an nfl cheerleading squad each member is required to have a full-time job elsewhere that's for nfl cheerleaders okay so they're they're or or you can also be a full-time student Okay, fair enough. Okay. That's from the NFL. So, I mean, I don't know about the NFL, NBA. I assume the NBA is kind of similar. Let's continue. Because if you notice, you don't, they're, only at the, uh, they're only at the home games. So. True. So, there was no, uh, there's no wind beneath their wings. <laughs> Who sings that? <laughs> Bat Midler. <laughs> Jesus, when did she cheer? 1743. <laughs> she was on the sides of the of the revolution. Yeah, she didn't cheer for America. She didn't cheer for America. She cheered for Britain. Oh she man. She was an English cheerleader. What do you uh what do you think of Philip Rivers going to the Colts? Um, What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, I guess I guess they figure he's not going to get it done in for the Chargers. But I mean, Philip Rivers is a decent quarterback, not a great one in my opinion. Uh, big 
fairly decent numbers, but never really did he ever really win anything? Not really. Uh, not really. So why? Do, I mean, I guess Indianapolis doesn't. I mean, who the hell was quarterbacking for them? I mean, they lost Luck, and so whoever they had in there taking his place, didn't he get? They had Brissett for the Colts. He was the one. Um, I, uh, he might be, might be somebody. Okay, but so they got. I mean, so they 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 went for a name. I mean, probably to give their fans some long distance that they might actually have a chance at winning something. I mean, I said, yeah, I mean, decent. I don't dislike the Colts making that move. It was just a one-year deal. Um, they're probably going to look around. I mean, I don't know where the, where they'd be drafting at. Fairly high, I would think. They weren't the good. Colts yeah. or the the Chargers. The Colts. Let's look here. I mean, they may be looking for somebody to just fill in that gap until they can either trade, see what the quarterback situation is by the end of next year. Well, they, or, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've signed Rivers for one year. Uh, I mean, granted, they, I know they like Brissett, but I don't think they're in love with it. The Chargers are picking six as they went five and eleven. Um, well, the Colts were seven and nine last year, so they got to be. They got to. The Colts are drafting. Maybe in twelve, something mm, like that. Well, they may have, unless they don't have their pick. Yeah. They may not. I'm looking here. Um, Giants, Dolphins, Chargers, Panthers, Cardinals, Jaguars, Browns, Jets, Raiders. Ah, the 49ers have the Colts pick, so um, the Colts will not be drafting in the first round. Okay. All right, so maybe. How about this then? We sign Philip Rivers. Um, if he does great, wonderful. If he doesn't, or it looks like we're going to tank, maybe we trade him halfway through the season or something for a draft pick to a team who needs a quarterback. There's always a quarterback maybe. gets injured. quarterback gets injured every year without fail. Somebody's going down. So yeah, probably. Well, there might be it might be a destination for him where they can get something for him, and if the season's a throwaway anyhow, then you know, whatever, right? Yeah, I mean that, that's that that's definitely. Oh. Uh... Speaking of which, Nate, did you hear? Go ahead. I hate to change the subject again. Did you hear that Prince Charles has got the COVID? Does he now? Yeah, he does. Tested positive today, and they promptly locked him up someplace so that he don't give it to the queen. Like Prince Charles was for uh, seventy-one years old. So oh, you mean you're def- actually being serious? I, I thought you yeah. were going. I thought there was a joke coming. Oh no, 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 one hundred percent serious. He tested positive today, and they. I mean, the queen is locked up in Buckingham Palace. Although, if we do want her to be on the show, we just have to ask because, of course, I'm oh, okay. her. I mean, I'm her number one loyal subject, but. Uh, well, but somehow yeah, Prince, we've got somehow we have a direct line to her, but we can never get a hold of Tom. So I don't know. <laughs> well, have you been to Delco? Valid. <laughs> Very have valid. Seen, I mean, okay, let let me put it this in terms for for people who might be wondering: Have you seen um, what's the what's the Mel Gibson movie, the apocalyptic movies? Uh, uh, the Vinci Tina Code? Uh, Tina Turner was in it with Mel Gibson. Um, There's a couple of them. Uh, Mad Max. Okay. That's what the road between uh, Delco and New Deptford looks like. 
Good Lord. Hey, I just call him it out. I would, man, I'm being honest. I mean, Tom Robinson Fury. has been playing. You know, I mean, they came up with the Star Trek thing, you know, boldly go where no man has gone before. That's Tom Robinson right there. <laughs> they stole it from him in an elevator. I mean, James, what I heard, but. I mean, Tolkien stole that from him to do Lord of the Rings. You know, that's where. No, of course Dune, he did. All that stuff comes from. Mountain Dune, that's where Tom's laundry piles up. All right. <laughs> Oh, You're welcome. Lord. Anyway, well, I got an idea. I got an idea. Before we, oh, we talk any... Hold on now, everybody. Breaking news. Nate's got an idea. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> got an idea. Uh, before we head into, you know, talking about disappointing teams, teams that maybe were letdowns, maybe a little more NFL, we got something we need to do. All right? So, uh, everybody, get your tap dancing shoes on. It's time. Please. That's right. It's time for Bush League. That's coming at you this evening, and uh, we're not going to be bringing up normal sports clips. These are just people that are uh, Bush Leaguing it at life. Tim, I've got three clips ready to go. Ed Bogus did not agree with who you picked to win last week, but let's see if we can uh, let's see if we can bounce back here, shall we? Are you ready, Tim? Ed Bogus can suck the fat one. How about that? <laughs> Are you ready, Tim? Yes, but I want to. I want to say that the official uh, food of the Wide Men Can't Jump uh, FIBA Long Distance Three Point Invitational is a bogus on a stick. Just so. <laughs> and what is that's a bogus on a stick? That's a uh, corn dog. It's a corn dog with a hot dog in uh beer batter. Bogus on a stick. I I can get used to that. Uh, you can get it in uh, uh you can get it in Canadian size, that's only four inches. You can get it in uh, West Virginia size, that's six inches. Or you can get the Robinson size, which is uh two inches. <laughs> Ooh. Or as rumor has it, you can get it in Hoth size. Which, uh, well, let's just say H is for half, H is for horse. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Let's get to his it. Wife, Here's our... his, wife, his wife right now is going, what in the hell is he talking about? I can hear Danielle now. Oh, dear God. <laughs> but anyway, Nick let's. Smiling. Nick has got a. Like a world class grin going right now. Anyway, Probably. wide men can't. I am on the wide men can't jump Twitter, an amazing place, I might add. Uh, it is three of, with two of the best looking guys in the world, and then one, well, coat challenge mofo. Nah, we can't help it. But anyway, let's take a look at this first video, Tim. Are you ready? I'm looking at a lady on a motorcycle. I believe. Yes, and this lady on this motorcycle is trying to get this motorcycle. Out of uh, the parking place, she's put it in. Now, folks, this is a motorcycle, not a car. And uh, let's just say she is struggling here to get this motorcycle. Does she know that, like, you just put it in neutral, you can push them backwards? 
<laughs> you don't have to drive a road. That's, that's, <laughs> did she push another one forward? <laughs> I mean, equate that to cars in a parking lot that you had to jump out and move three other cars so you could get your. <laughs> well, and the right. sad part about the whole thing is. There's a 10-foot gap it, right behind her. Yeah, She's and the video me. is sped up. This has to go for over a minute. So <laughs> this goes a long time. And finally, I think she I think she figures it out finally here. Like, is she still moving the other ones? <laughs> yeah, gonna, there she goes. I am going to go out on a limb and be extremely racist here. Apologies to anyone, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm thinking she's probably Asian. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> but yes. It's this a well-known woman... fact that they drive slow and poorly. Well, I'm I'm not touching that one. All right. Well, you don't so have to. I'll touch it for to, you. to this riddle woman, I mean little woman, uh we will Oh I pushed my back a long time. I pushed Shut my up. Long time. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you know what that is? That's Bush. Bush League. You hear me? Uh that's oh, Bush League. Boy. Man, it was a good thing she wasn't. She was late for the Ted Offensive, Nate. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I'm guaranteeing that blew by 99% oh, yeah. of the audience didn't get that at all. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you're right. Anyhow, all right. moving on. Anyhow, next. Oh. Our next clip is uh, a young lady in a bikini and. Uh, Trying to get on a float in the swimming pool and no, not happening. Bless her heart. A, I can make a sports analogy. That's like an outfielder misjudging a fly ball. Yeah, well, she had judged it right. It's just the wind. The wind yeah, grabbed the wind all of it. it. There at the last moment, and she took a, She did a canseco and took that home run off the head. <laughs> Donk. <laughs> oh goodness. Not a bad view though. Uh but I will say that's uh that's pretty hilarious if you ask me. Tim, that that's got that's a good one, don't you think? We may have lost him. But I know what this clip was. This clip was uh I mean that is Bush League. Yeah, that's Bush League. So we got one more one more video to go, and I believe Tim, we're waiting on Tim to come back. Uh, so once he gets here, we'll get to this last clip and crown a winner of Bush League this week, which is always, you know, it's, it's a favorite of everyone's Bush League is. I know I enjoy it, and many of you out there have voiced that you also enjoy it. So we, we thank you guys for tuning in, as always. We, we definitely enjoy you being here and, and tuning in. All right. And uh, we've got Tim back now. All right. This Tim, the, are you with uh, us? White, this is the white house operator. Uh, uh, can you hold for the president? Of course. Nice. Son. Is this you? Is this, is this the most magnificent? <laughs> uh, I can't do, I can't do Trump. Nobody can do Trump. You really can't. Uh, yeah, well, all we ever said right. is the most wonderful. Uh, yeah, no, the emergency broadcast system kicked in there, and I got booted. I just see that, but yeah, all right, I, I know let's, go there, last, let's go to our last. Let's go to our last video them, here. So you're going to have to be patient. 
You're going to have to oh. wait for a second until the, uh, the backup systems come on board here. Okay. Well, before we get to that, let's just go ahead and uh, we'll talk about Stay Classy Meats. They'll be the sponsor this week of Bush League. Uh, Stay Classy Meats, they're still shipping, and they're still sending you all the great meat that you need. And you're able to order from them, and they're shipping them to you and getting here within three to four days. And they are uh, kept sealed, and they have plenty of, uh, you know, the the cool packs in there to keep everything fresh and not frozen. So let's hear some more from Stay Classy Meats. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality products out there, Stay Classy Meat is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. And again, check out our great sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, stripcamfun.com, and of course, Stay Classy Meats, stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code WIDEMEN, save 10% on your order. Head right now, stock up while the grocery stores are out, you can be all the way in with Stay Classy Meats and fill up your freezer now with Stay Classy Meats. Tim, you still with us here? I'm on the phone, but I, I yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get back in the other way here. Hold on a second. Should be there wow. shortly. Experiencing some more technical difficulties, which that's not a problem here. Let's see if we can, uh, how about now? Tim, are you there? How cool is this? This is Tim on the phone. This is Tim on the mic. This is Tim on the phone. Mike. Phone. Mike. Awesome. I hung up on Tim on the phone. (laughs) Did you throw me off my own show? Did you throw me off my own show? Maybe. Fair enough. Well... (laughs) Then I'm well, I'm going to say it right now then that I have it on good authority that we also are going to have a new sponsor next week, non classy meats, <laughs> and they're going to and they're supplying the entrails for the Bogasone stick. All right. So there you but go. But are you back um, to, to to check out our final um, video in the longest bush league in history? Um, yes, I am. All right. Well, these two gentlemen are bowling, and let's just say bowling uh, never went. Like this. Well, that's bowling uh, for that's bowling for balls right there. Yes, indeed it is. This was uh, <laughs> this gentleman lines up here and um, does a nice little crab uh, stand, he, and he, another man he, attempts he, to bowl under him, and the bowling ball doesn't release from his fingers, and he takes this gentleman's crotch out with that bowling ball. Okay, now in this case, 
who's stupider? The guy presenting his <laughs> groin to be smashed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Al Bundy and when his wife asked him, uh, who would you rather have dinner with, A, your wife, or B? And he goes, B. <laughs> oh, Al Bundy, what a man. What a great, great guy. That's just, I mean, you have got to be, well, I'm going to guess that that guy is now a tenor, at the very least. Um and he, he probably moved up from the baritones to the sopranos in the choir. He gained a bunch of weight, and he's now Pavarotti. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, did you see Placido Domingo? Let's talk about Placido Domingo after I award this bush league. Well, let's go ahead and get to it. Our third, uh, the bowling ball guys, uh, you know what it is. That's bush league. Ah. That's bush league. All right, Tim, pass out. Who's the winner no. from the three clips? I got to admit, balls of the balls is always funny. It is. There's just, I mean, that's, you know, it's like farting. Everybody always laughs. doesn't matter where you're at. Even funnier if you're in church or you're at a funeral. Um, I just feel sorry for the young girl because she was trying so hard to be cool. She was. And then at the, and then at the last minute, she was just take, all taken away from her. But I've got to say that... Uh, I'm kind of a fan of that chick on the motorcycle. Um, <laughs> so are I mean, you saying are you saying that she's going to be our winner this week? I think she is going to get the Vietnamese Medal of Honor. Well, there you go. We have a winner. The woman on the motorcycle, you will receive a copy of the Vietnamese Medal of Honor from us at Wide Men Can't Jump. If you peel back the wrapping, it is actually full milk chocolate underneath. So I mean, enjoy it's, that. It's, it's just utterly amazing that she's on that bike. She moves it back and forth like four or five times, but goes nowhere. And yeah. then jumps off to like to survey what must be the real problem, which is these other bikes, which are stationary. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else is moving, you are the problem. More than likely. But it's, I mean, then she moves the very first one and she leaves a, a truck sized gap there that she could have backed it up through, but for some yeah. reason isn't able. Bless her heart. Well, She's congratulations crazy. to you. And that's been Bush League this week. Uh, everybody get your shoes out and ready to go. Here we go. Bush, Bush League. All right, you wanted to talk about uh, well, what was it? I, well, hold on. What about if next week uh, our, our new sensation Ed Bellabus sings "It's Getting Hot in Here"? Oh God! <laughs> no. All right. Anyway, um, jeez. I I saw today that Placido Domingo, the tenor, has coronavirus, but is also. Uh, he resigned from a bunch of uh, positions because he's being charged with several counts of sexual assault. Really? And he's old. He's in his seventies. 
I never saw anymore because, of course, I don't know what your news is like, but ours is just covered with you know what. They're, they keep talking about this. This uh, they just keep talking about this virus all the time. So this thing. I mean, you think Corona, the beer company, has got to get on board with this? So. Like, there's they're missing advertising. Oh, another guy who has it too is the uh, the keyboard player from Bon Jovi also has COVID. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, some, some news Pino here. Domingo uh, is 79 years old. Sorry. Go ahead. Did you see the uh, Did you see the update that Carl Anthony Towns' mother tested positive for coronavirus? I did. Apparently she's in a coma, I read. Yeah, she is in a medically induced coma over this. Apparently it's hitting her very hard. And uh, Towns released a uh, like a video clip uh, talking about it, and he was very emotional. Uh, really okay. sad. I, I lost you there for a minute, but okay, I'm back. Or you're- yeah, he he put out a, a video, very sad video. He was very, you could tell he was upset. Which I mean, who wouldn't be? Um. So yeah, I mean, it was just a, a rough time there for Carl Anthony Towns and uh, and his family. And we here at Wide Men Can't Jump are sending out our our best to Carl Anthony Towns to his family to, you know, everyone that's affected by this virus that that is experiencing some sort of illness um, and death related to your families or, I mean, guys, take this seriously. This is no joke. This is no game. This virus is, uh, this virus is no fun. So take it seriously, you know, do what the CDC and the WHO are telling you to do. Take it seriously. All right. But yeah, so I saw that that clip, and that clip really was upsetting, Tim. They better hope like hell they don't have to utilize the emergency broadcasting system anytime soon, because apparently the internet is on drugs tonight. Yes, it's been been a rough night for you on the internet. But, well, uh, I mean, I guess you know they're probably it probably is because there's got to be way more bandwidth going on right now. No, oh, you know there is. I mean, nobody can go anywhere. And I um, think where's where's Blog Talk in, in New York? Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so there's so. probably nobody there. There's probably nobody there. They got a couple of monkeys there. Yeah, couple, probably not couple, wrong. A couple of hamsters and girls running things, so that would explain some of it. Anyway, um, we're talking well, about? let's let's uh, let's go ahead and get to. Uh, we got 30 minutes left, or give or take. Let's go ahead and talk about the the last thing we have down here. Let's talk about. I'll give you take about that. What? I said I'll give you take about that. You said give her. <laughs> Let's talk about disappointing teams, shall oh. we? Oh, Nate. Okay. Where do you want All me right. to start? <laughs> well, I mean, you're the hockey guy. I mean, what teams are uh, have disappointed uh, you? Toronto um, over the Toronto years, Ma- Toronto. Well, over the years, Toronto Maple Leafs. This year, Toronto Maple Leafs. Montreal Canadiens suck balls this year. Um, other than that, you know, to be honest, not really a whole lot of surprises. Nashville and Columbus not quite as good as previous years. I think people thought they'd do better. Uh, pleasant surprise category: Philadelphia Flyers. Okay, that's just this season, right? Yes. Overall, um, the most, dis- dis- most disappointing franchise in the last 
50 years of hockey is the Toronto Maple Leafs by far. Okay. Is there any season in particular where maybe there was people who maybe were hyped up or teams that were hyped up? Like 19... 1969 to 2019. God. I'm not kidding. The Toronto Toronto Maple Leafs are like the New York Knicks. They're the center of the hockey world in Canada. So they're always hyped up every year. And they have not won the Stanley Cup since 1968. And yet every spring, oh, no, we've made the moves. We've got the pieces this year. Just a matter of putting it all together. By the middle of the season, well, well, I don't know. We'll be happy if we make the playoffs. By the end of the playoffs, well, at least we got to the first round. We didn't win, but we got there. Well, as always, next year. You must well, know what that's like. Well, I mean, clearly one of the most disappointing teams that I've ever had was the best team that the Timberwolves have ever had. Um, the Wolves, the 20, the 20 or the 2004, uh, playoffs, you know, the Wolves were, you know, Garnett, Sprewell, Cassell, um, Wally Zerviak, just Fred Hoiberg, Troy Hudson, you know, there was a lot of good players on that team and they were the number one seed in the West that year. They had, um, Garnett was the MVP and they ran into another disappointing team, but the other disappointing team beat them. And the team I'm talking about is the Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Kobe Bryant, Kill O'Neal, Los Angeles Lakers. They made it all the way to the NBA championship game and, and or to the NBA finals and lost. I mean, they lose to um, the Pistons, the Detroit Pistons that year, who really didn't have a big superstar. Well, that was, uh, some other uh, ones. The other that ones that come another, to mind. Uh, that was another ahead. bad NHL. That was another bad NHL team. The Detroit Red Wings this year were god awful. Um, another disappointing team that I think of in sports history is um, you remember the 2011 Boston Red Sox? They lost 18 of their last 24 games that took them out of the playoffs. Um, they had locker room situations going on. Remember the rumors of the beer and chicken in the locker room? Yes, is that is that the year that uh, I think it was they let T- Terry Francona go? Yeah, Francona the, and Theo Espen. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the manager, and it got them it won them the World Series, but broken broken the curse and all that. And well, hold on here, we've we've got a call, and I know this number. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jeff. He has returned. Well, I thought he did. How about now? Jeff, are hey. you with us? There's the yeah. man. He is here. What's going Welcome on? back. I'm just talking yeah. a little disappointing teams. Disappointing uh, teams. Any that come to your mind? Uh, well, I think in... We can try to break it down to each sport, maybe. Uh, probably the Atlanta Braves of the 1990s. Uh, they they won one World Series, but they probably should have bought five. Or, or, I'm sorry, right. won five. Correct. Um, let, me guess, say, let me guess. Buffalo Bills, you're going to say next? I'm going to say the Minnesota Vikings from 1998. 
They yeah, that's one and, and didn't even make the Super Bowl. They uh, lost to the Falcons in overtime. They had a game, or they had a field goal late in the game that could have put them up by 10 points, but Gary Anderson missed the field goal, and it was the only field goal he missed all year. Mm. And let's see. Um, and of course, the Falcons came back and tied it. Uh, in late in the fourth quarter, and sends overtime, and, and Minnesota actually had two possessions in overtime. So, and it ruined a good Super Bowl. It could have been like between Denver and Minnesota. Yeah, it would have been a good Super Bowl for sure. Let's see. Um, I, yeah, Tim mentioned the Bills. Uh, I think they, a couple of those years. Well, I mean, they probably should have beat the Giants. The Giants out coached them. You gotta win sales. one. You gotta win one when you get there four years in a row. You gotta the get first, one of them. The, fir- the first one probably, Parcells and uh, Belichick uh, outcoached them. They did. I mean, there's no question about it. You can go back and watch the game. They had the ball 40 minutes. Well, the Bills only had 20, and Bills were more talented, and they just they got outcoached. They still almost won the game. They could have hit the field goal at the end, but. Uh, and what then, about, uh, they what were about the, uh, the Patriots? What about the Patriots that were undefeated in the Super Bowl and lost? Uh, I guess. Mm. Yeah. A, I, I mean, it's a disappointment, but, geez, I mean, you got to the Super Bowl. I mean, how disappointed can you be? I mean, yeah, but you <laughs> haven't I mean, lost a game all year. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean. I got maybe. mixed feelings on that one. I mean, in a way, I guess it, I could see it. Um, you know the Giants. Uh, they could have opted. They play, they actually played the last week of the season during the regular season. It's kind of amazing how it turned out. But the, the Giants, Tom Coughlin actually could have benched his players because they wouldn't have moved in the wild card. They've already the wild card was already set. They were going to be a, a wild card, and uh, they couldn't move up or down. And he actually played his starters against the. Patriots and they led most of the game and the Patriots came back and beat them I think to beat them by maybe three points maybe um, but uh, they played right with them and I believe that helped the Giants gain a lot of confidence going into the playoffs and they actually I'm not trying to rub it in Nathan but I think they beat Tampa Bay the first game when y'all had Jeff <laughs> Garcia yeah, and it wouldn't shock they, me and then we they beat Dallas lot. on the road they beat Romo on the road at Dallas, which is, you know, as a Giants fan, it's one of my favorite wins. And then, well, I mean, uh, it's, it's Romo in the playoffs. I mean, oh, somebody's yeah. going to oh, beat him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Hold they on. went to Lambeau Field and beat Brett Favre and the Packers. I mean, they, they won three road games, and then they beat the Patriots. I remember that game. That game was insane. Yeah, so, um, anyways, it's – I got big – I mean, I, I can see where it would be disappointing, but – uh, they could had a chance to go nineteen and zero, and they didn't. And uh, they went eighteen and one instead. So. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like uh, I threw out the seventy three and nine Warriors the other day as one that could possibly be considered disappointing, greatest regular season record of all time on paper. Um, and they don't they they blow a three one final. Yeah, for basketball, I believe that would be one of the. That's a huge uh, disappointment. Yeah, All you can do is win one, one game. Having, yeah, three one. And you're and you have two home games to put them away. You yeah. That, that's another one. How about this? Is one I heard. 
in doing my research, the 2007 New York Mets, um, they lose they 12 collapsed. of their last 17 yeah. games and fell out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's that's I think that's up there uh, for the Mets. The year before they uh, they went seven games with the Cardinals and lost on a when Carlos Beltran got caught looking, and then the next year they just I mean just blew it. You know, the black, maybe the black cat ran out on the field, or uh, but they that was, that was a. I don't even think they made the playoffs. Uh, they didn't even get a wild they didn't. card. I don't think they didn't. It's, uh, the Mets. They didn't even have enough to claim the wild card, ending any chance they had at glory. The oh six oh seven Mavericks. They were the one seed in the playoffs, and they got beat by the Warriors. The Warriors, uh, yeah, They that's... dropped a seven-game series in six games, and the Warriors destroyed them in every game. It wasn't even close. They just yeah. got destroyed. The uh, Yeah, that's that's they did. They, I think it was four games to two, maybe. Is that what it was? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, four games to two, they did it. I believe the 1994 Seattle Supersonics were a one seed, and they lost in the first round to the Denver Nuggets after winning the first two games. That's when it was a five-game series, and they lost three straight. Yeah. Denver, an eight seed. And then what's amazing is Denver lost the first three games the next series to the Jazz, and they won three straight, yet Utah beat them in game seven. Yeah, they look like they were about to bring it back again. Yeah, that'd been really something. How about uh, how about we shift it from teams to games? Okay. Ooh. Well, just uh, real quick, uh, how about hockey, Tim? You got any any for hockey? Well, there's all kind. I mean, there's always there's always one every last year. Tampa Bay was like, I think they won the league by like thirty points yeah. or something, yeah. and got swept four zero in the first round. So, first round, yeah, that's that's very yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that that hurts. Uh, I think the O three Red Wings was kind of disappointing after winning the Stanley Cup, and I think the Avalanche. Well, maybe it was Anaheim. Yeah, it was Anaheim beat them. The Anaheim, yeah. Um, there's always a couple in hockey. There's always one that has business getting there that sneaks in every year, and a powerhouse that gets blown out in the first round. And the Washington Capitals have won the. Have not like well, yeah, they might have even been last year, or maybe two years ago. They've won the league like three or four times in a row and get swept in the first round. It happens to them almost every year. So, except the year they actually managed to win the cup. I was thinking, I just had in mind the, uh, if I take you back to, I believe it was 1995, I want to say, uh, when Reggie Miller single-handedly destroys the New York Knicks. In the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the Eastern, mm. in the, uh, was, it the, was it the Eastern semifinals? Semis, yes. Yeah. They, they, by, won, they end up winning against seven games. Well, it was game one, and they but they were but they were, were winning. By, they were yeah, they were up six with like twenty seconds left or something like that. And yeah, and Reggie Miller went on an eight zero run himself. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better team. <laughs> but uh, here's another team. Speaking of New York, the O four Yankees that blew the three zero lead against the Red Sox. In the ALDS. Ooh. Okay, but or a- okay, but, ALC, ALCS. Yes, you got to go better than that, though. Yeah, you're you right. You're right. CS. You got to go to the 2003 Cubs and the poor Steve Bartman. Oh. 
And they blew the game and still had another chance to finally get to the World Series and then blew the next game, yeah. too. Yeah, I they mean, were 3-1. They were 3-1 I mean, and you, had two yeah. home games. I mean, I guess you got to throw in the, the, the Red Sox when they lost to the uh, – was, was it the Mets? When Buckner booted the ball and then they – Oh, yeah, 84. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's got to yeah. go in there as being a pretty huge disappointment. They should have won. Oh, uh, you want disappointment? I may have I may have the biggest disappointment in sports. This may be the biggest disappointment in sports history. Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas. Yeah, 41. That 41 may be – Forty-two well, to one. I don't know if anybody if it was much a disappointment because more than a surprise. I mean, if you really look at that fight, not so much the boxing part of it, but Mike's part of it. Mike was a total mess at that point. He was so screwed up. He was in debt up to his ears. His management was fucking him over. He was in a horrific place with that crazy. Uh, what the hell was her name? Robin Givens. Remember yeah. they were on that. Na- Remember they were on national television, and she basically came out and said that he beat the crap out of her and made him look like, even if it was true, but made him look like a total dick. I mean, he he was in he was in no position to be fighting anybody, and they threw him in there anyway. So surprised, yes. Disappointing, well, not really. They're not for me. Well, anyway. how about how about this? How about Greg Norman? Yeah. As disappointing. Oh, oh the, man. The, the 96 okay. Masters? Yeah, 96 yeah. Masters. Oh, God, he was, yeah. He was up on Nick Fowler. You know, he made guys really. Him and Nick Faldo had a, a rivalry. And I really believe, I'll always believe this. If if somebody else is in that final pairing with Norman besides Faldo, I really believe yeah. he would have won. I really do. But – you're up six strokes going into the final round, and you lose by five. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's that bad. Number, but, yeah. yeah, he just didn't like. He just didn't like miss a, a putt and lose. I mean, he was just god awful. It was one of the biggest he, choke jobs in history. Yeah, he shanked a couple of uh, shots. Like I can, I think, can't remember if it was nine on nine or ten. I mean, it was just, it was really sad to watch. And then the sad thing about it is, most everybody knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, that, it was like as soon as it started, everybody was like, "Oh yes, we expected this. Yes, here it is." Yeah, well, it was his, it was his third time finishing second. He'd yeah. already botched it two times previously, but not as bad as that one was epic. Yeah, he got he lost there one on a, a uh, what was his name? Larry Mize hit one like a hundred fifty foot chip in. I mean, in a playoff against him. I, mean, I know that was bad luck. He just. It just wasn't meant for him to get a green jacket. I mean, that's. I mean, that was just. I think that was '87 when that happened. Uh, and he, I mean, he had a great career. He's even he's been a good entrepreneur. Uh, and, Hall, Hall of Famer easily. Yeah, but uh, he could have. You know, he's so made more money now. I believe he's made more money now as a winemaker and distributor yeah. than he than he did Probably. in golf. And of course, yeah. the shirts, the you know, the polo shirts that he makes, well, they're they're great. Yeah. Look at uh, look at John Daly. I mean, he's made more money as an attraction than he did golfing, like or prize money anyway. They were people were yeah, paying I mean, outrage- people were paying outrageous sums of money for watching him smoke and drink and and long drive. 
Yeah, let's see here. Know, Greg Norman's uh, net worth is uh, $400 million. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. That must be tough <laughs> yeah. for him. Hard to feel sorry for him in his uh, master. Yeah, so. Got to be. Yeah. Disappointments. <laughs> but, That's insane. Uh, I know another one in football that that I remember is, uh, I don't even know when that happened. Um, Houston Oilers, Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. I believe that was 91. I don't don't remember. I just remember, I'm pretty sure that's the biggest playoff comeback in history. Well, don't forget the same franchise, Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills, the Music City Miracle. Yeah, they got them back. (laughs) Boy, Buffalo, man. (laughs) Bless their hearts. What a franchise. I mean, it, it must be hell cheering for that team. Uh, let, let, let me shift it to back to basketball for a second. Uh, we talked about Malone, and we talked about uh, Peyton with the Lakers. What about Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, Kobe, Pau Gasol, and Metal World Peace? And that team was terrible. Like, they did, they weren't a team. At least Malone and Peyton got to the finals with the Lakers. That team didn't even get out of the first round of the playoffs. No chemistry, man. No chemistry. There was none. Of course, the rumors were Dwight Howard was hurt. Um, yeah, of course, there, there's a lot going around there. But that team just—they were very—they were one of the biggest disappointments yeah. that you would ever see. And um, yeah, there's just there's a lot How of teams about, that you can circle and look back on. How about the Raiders? You know, the year after they go to the Super Bowl, the next year. What about Rich Gannon after the year Rich Gannon won MVP? I'm going to go off the reservation a little bit, but this you're going to like this one, Nate, and then you're going to then it's going to make you feel bad because you're going to have to think about West Virginia after I'm done. Um, oh no! It's not a West Virginia game, although there's several of those we can pull up in football. This is I, I got one that I can bring up to oh, you right now, right off the top of my 20, head. 2016 yeah, the, NCAA tournament. Northern Iowa is ahead of Texas A&M by 12 points. Texas A&M goes on a 14-2 run and wins in overtime. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. Now, I don't know if that's so much of a disappointment because Northern Iowa had no business uh, beating Texas A&M in the first place, but to be up by 12 with 40-some seconds left in a game and lose. Oh, the West Virginia Pitt football game comes to yeah. mind immediately. That's one of the most oh. disappointing games. Really, I think they were uh, one sports show well, that, that had like a top ten. I think that was college yeah, football disappointments. I think it was number three. That's not the McAfee game, is it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. I wasn't sure who that's that was against. That's a Rich Rod slash McAfee, uh, all kinds of. All the goodness Pat McAfee did for West Virginia, and you guys hate him because of one game. Or not all of you, but most of you. Big game. <laughs> uh, he won. If you go back and look at the two last two years of his career, he won West Virginia a few games that West Virginia had no business winning, and they only won because he kicked you know, onside kicks and nonsense like that, uh, late field goals, et cetera, et cetera. You guys owed him one. Yeah, he picked a hell of a game to choke. <laughs> I'll give you that, but still. I'd say he's still on the plus side as far as good versus bad goes. Yeah, I don't know if he's been back to Morgantown. He yeah, won't go no. back. 
He won't go back. He said it on his sports show. He's been offered to go back several times and refuses because he's literally says he says somebody's going to shoot me. Yeah, I I don't place all the blame on him. The play calling was really bad that game. Play calling was yeah. bad. The the constant need to run Pat White was bad. Uh, it, it was just a bad game. It was a bad I mean, game. Was, yeah. Yeah. And it's a rivalry game. You, you got to throw you got to throw it out the window when it comes to rivalry games because anything can happen. Records mean nothing yeah. in rivalry games. They've been averaging forty some points a game, and they only scored nine that game. And one, I think one was yeah. given to them on a safety. So, and uh, they were at home. Yeah, <laughs> at home. Twenty eight point favorites. Uh, and they probably and they would have how it was going to set up. They were going to if they win that game. We were going to play Ohio State in the BCS mm-hmm. title game, and with a very smacked chance them. of winning, yeah. they would have you smacked know? Ohio State because LSU ended up playing them, and LSU beat the piss out of them. We've forgotten yeah. two real big ones, and because you're Americans, you've got to love one of them and hate one I, of them. I just remembered one. Uh, one the is, miracle on ice is the miracle on ice, but then you've got to hate when the Russians beat the United States in the Olympics in basketball for the first time. You know, Whenever I think you that. could throw. I think you could throw in there the uh, the O. What was it we talked? The O four Olympic team. Um, that was the the year well, the U S. took the bronze. Didn't your U S. national team just get their asses handed them to them in the World Championships this year? Oh, basketball? absolutely! They finished seventh. Well, that's got to be a disappointment. I mean, America should win basketball without even breaking a sweat. I agree. I mean, yeah, of course. Who? I mean, who can forget though, Nate? That great curling upset of uh, 1973, when Sweden defeated Norway on that late trick moose shot. Well, when you're able to put that kind of spin on the stone, you know, it's it's a well, it was an effective. A, it was a it was a, a Canadian a ran out there and placed a, a beaver tail hair on the ice, and uh, that gave Sweden the victory. Well, see, I didn't like the the brooms they were using. I didn't think they were regulation, but you know, you see, hey, who am I? Th- you see those things they use now? They look like Swiffers. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Not even any no. Half the fun of curling used to be the sound of the bro- of the straw brooms cracking, but now it's silent out there. All you hear is some guy yelling like he's having a heart attack. Hurry! Hurry! <laughs> hurry! Um, Thursday night curling on SCTV, Nate. I will will say the U.S. men's curling team winning the gold medal in the last Olympics was actually a pretty big deal. uh, Yes, you guys ain't known for your curling prowess. No, no, we're not. (laughs) No, we're not. Oh, man. Not a lot of of inner city curling leagues in the United States. And you know that's a shame. I think we should. Uh, I think we should bring curling awareness back to the U.S. I think uh, they they paint the ice all the time. You can't curl on painted ice. It's all graffitied up, <laughs> tagged left and right. Jesus. Well, before we end the show, we got a few minutes left. But before we end, I just want to ask this: Think about no. you guys personally as sports fans, okay? Think about all the games you've seen, all the, you know, all the, the moments you've had as sports fans. What was to you the your favorite moment as a sports fan that you watched, and what was your 
least like what was the most disappointing moment to you as a sports fan? Hmm. And if anybody th- and think about it, you know, because we all have these memories of of good and bad. But uh, you know, you guys. Okay, can... hold hold on for a second. Are we going to count wrestling as a sport? <laughs> all right, we'll do sports and we'll do wrestling because there's okay, been some good ones. In, wrestling has been too many. Because wrestling, uh, yeah, that's a whole other ball game. Uh, sports favorite moment: uh, Vancouver Olympics. Sidney Crosby scores in overtime against the United States to win the gold medal. Doesn't get any better than that. Okay. Uh, Damn least, Canadians. Well, that's our sport. We got to win it. I, I mean, know. You know. Uh, least. Hmm. Oh, I don't remember what year it was, but that fucking fumbling asshole Tony Roma Romo in the playoffs when he Oh against the Seahawks on the extra uh, point. Oh still nightmares still. Alright, Jeff, you got any? Uh Tim had one more uh, he's got wrestling well, well oh, re- yeah. wrestling wrestling I gotta say most disappointing moment WrestleMania uh, I believe it was five or six in Toronto or when the Ultimate Warrior beats Hulk Hogan. Didn't like Six. that at all. Six was was pissed off to no end. And uh, probably greatest moment in wrestling has got to be Taker throwing Foley off the cell. Doesn't get any better than that. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it's it's tough. Nathan goes. There's a few in the sports, good and bad. But I'm gonna say. Uh, the 2011 St. Louis Cardinals, when they were down to in Game Six, they were down to two strikes uh, to the, the Rangers twice. Oh yeah, and uh, they actually came back and won the game. Then they were down in extra innings, and they came back and tied it, and then they actually won it. And then they went on and won Game Seven in the World Series. That was, you know, on the edge of your seat, just thinking, well, this is over, and you know, they just they just kept fighting and fighting and fighting, and then. Something good happened, and a couple of good things happened. They end up winning. So, um, the Giants and football. The Giants beating the uh, uh, Patriots uh, when they were undefeated. Um, uh, I would say uh, for uh, you know being like like a race fan, seeing Dale Earnhardt when he's uh, Daytona 500 after so many uh, like. Uh, Freak bad luck situations happen. Yeah, and and that was, you know, he had a lot of. I mean, he had uh, ran out of gas, ran over, uh, ran over a piece of debris in the last lap on leaving. Just all kinds of different uh, freak things happened to him. Uh, just got outran, got beat by a, a better driver three or four times. So he's had to settle for second or better car, I should say. And then uh, I'd say that wrestling, you know what it is, Nathan. The 1992 Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. How far Ric Flair went in the championship belt. Oh, oh yeah. 60 minutes. Almost you, 60. You guys and your Ric over Red Flair. Good lord. Oh, shut up. Do <laughs> 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 you have a disappointing wrestling moment? Oh, Every WrestleMania for the last five years. Yeah, it was kind of. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really never 
cared one way or the other for Undertaker either way, but seeing him lose his streak, that was pretty disappointing in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's a good, that's a good that, one. I, I absolutely have to agree with that. Uh, that was... That that was one of the biggest disappointments, at like maybe ever. Like that just sucked the air out of. But it was just the building. Just no reason for it. There wasn't. It was the most stupid thing I've ever yeah. seen. Um, it made no sense then. It makes no sense now. No one can explain why. Yeah. I was. Uh, well, I it was on TV. I was the other day, actually. ESPN had it. Yeah. It was one of the worst things they've ever done. Uh, one wrestling moment for me that was really touching, and, and it it hurt. I was in the building um, in Columbus whenever they did the Ten Bell salute to uh, Dusty Rhodes after Dusty died. That was one of the saddest things that I'd ever been a part of. I mean, Vince McMahon came out yeah. and they gave a speech about him. I mean, that was sad, but... Um, you know, I, and obviously, uh, th- there's been a lot over the years that's been, you know, in wrestling. But I, I don't think you can top the streak being the worst and lowest point. Um, Didn't like it at all. I don't. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't a wrestling thing per se, but I mean, Owen Hart getting killed has got to be yeah, way yeah, down yeah. there. Luckily, yeah. I wasn't watching that pay per view when that happened. I didn't uh, that see was, that either. Thank goodness, because it's bad enough. Well, even. it didn't. It actually never aired on TV. Thank God. No, but like um, even the replays, like you, there, I get there is a couple where you can actually see him hit the ropes. I, I don't need to see that. That's no, nah, yeah, definitely not. Um, favorite wrestling moment? I mean, of course, attending my first WrestleMania was big. My first Rumble, but as far as just as a fan, a moment that I'll I'll never forget. Um, you know, so many come to mind. Uh, I was too little to say the 92 rumble cause I didn't watch it live. Um, but I remember watching the Montreal screw job when it happened. Yeah. Um, I watched it live. That was, that was weird. That was maybe the most confusing moment uh that i had seen that one was really really weird but um i don't know maybe honestly maybe one of the purest and greatest wrestling moments um i don't know there's been so many good ones like it's hard to just sit back and pick um the the benoit eddie guerrero embrace at wrestlemania 20 after they both won titles like that was that was big i mean there's been some good ones. Uh, the the hug at WrestleMania 26 or 28 after Taker, Michaels, and Triple H after they did Hell in a Cell. Flair's retirement match with WWE that was another one. I mean, I could go on. There's so many. I can't list just one. Uh, as far as far as sports, one of the best moments was Super Bowl where the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Uh, I was really really excited for that. Uh, I was sick that day. I'll never forget it. I was sick all day. And I remember that I just felt so much better after Tampa won that Super Bowl. Like, I was on cloud nine. Uh, one of the worst was trying to – was trying to, to to make sense of what happened with uh, with Minnesota whenever they lost to the Lakers in that 4-2 
that was a horrible series to try to watch and sit through. Like that was just rough. And of course the West Virginia final four game where Deshaun Butler gets hurt was rough, but another great moment, West Virginia beating, uh, they beat, um, Kentucky in the elite eight that year. That was, that was a big, yeah. And then that was a disappointing team. John Wall, the Marcus Cousins, uh, a lot of great players on that team that Let's ended up being – didn't go anywhere. Let's not forget to throw in any time anybody dies, Kobe Bryant particularly. But oh, yeah. Anytime, I mean, any, anytime a sports guy dies, even if it's not yeah. – um, even if it's not tragic, even if it's somebody who's just old, it's still – if you saw them play or you remember them playing, it, it, it sucks a little life out of every time. Yeah, yeah Harley Race nine sucked. Dayton, uh, the Earnhardt dying on the last. I mean, that day. Yeah, was, yeah, the Earnhardt death was, was rough. Just, just instant, just over. Yeah. 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 That that one was hard too. I know uh, a lot of that was rough. Uh, Eddie Guerrero's death was hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah any kind of ben, death is. Yeah, the whole the, Benoit thing was just a mess. Yeah, and if you don't, yeah, if you haven't watched was, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, I highly recommend that the newest uh, episode is amazing. It, it's it's really good, but it's a tough watch. It was hard to watch, but uh, it was, it's a, it was it's good. It's a though. tough watch when it's people who are, you know, that's what thirteen years ago. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. And and those and the son and the sister in law are still, like. Still haven't gotten, you know, I don't know if you ever get over it, but you know what I mean. They still really haven't, have barely started to deal with it at this point. How can you? I mean, how do you deal with something like that? Um, but, yeah, if you're not watching Dark Side of the Ring, I recommend it. Go watch it. It's it's fantastic. And also, uh, next week's episode is going to be on New Jack for uh, oh. Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, boy. Uh, you want to yeah, talk he's... about controversial, by God. It's going to get controversial. Well, we we know some people that have had dealings with him. Yes, we do. Yes, Mr. we do. Mr. Robinson, Mr. Scamuffa, he was in the he was in their house, as I yeah. recall. And that was quite the story, which I'm not free to repeat, so I won't. But uh, there's quite the yeah, something else. Quite the character. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's an interesting case, that's for sure. But. Uh, all right. Well, gentlemen, I believe we've uh, covered all the ground we need to cover here, so we'll go ahead and wrap this up. And Jeff, I'm glad you showed up here at the end and talked a little with Sorry, us. I know yeah. you're a busy guy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I know yeah. you stay busy, but uh, we are glad you made it on. Seriously, uh, it was good to hear from you. Yeah, it was a nice topic tonight, too. Like, yeah, J-E- yeah. We'll probably double double F. I don't know what that might. I don't know what that might stand for, but I'm not gonna take a shot at it. <laughs> but uh you know what we'll have something we'll bring something back they uh yeah i don't know what we'll talk next week we there's so much to there talk about. will be a solid two hours of something yeah we'll come back with something and uh not sure what that topic's going to be but we'll come up with it so uh follow us like at wide jump like at tileman 68 we're on twitter and uh, itunes podcast addict stitcher google play you know the rest uh iHeartRadio, fm flash Check out the sponsors, Steve P. New Law Office, StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meets. Tim, anything you want to add? Uh, I believe Jeff had something to say. Sorry, right, Jeff. Uh, I, I, I like that. Disappointing games or uh, great yeah. games. Was, I think that could be something we... 
Okay. Maybe yeah, we can on. do that. Disappointing games. I, I like that. We probably talked about a few no, of them here, but or maybe uh, most heartbreaking losses would be a good one instead of disappointing oh, teams like you know buzzer beaters in the NCAA. And I can already think of a couple heartbreaking losses. I, I, what do you think? Heartbreaking losses and you know or I'll bad just, losses what, or just, heartbreaking we're losses. Just, Let's we're just going to do a Minnesota Timberwolves retrospective. Basically. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, the all right. Kid show, Shawn Michaels show, heartbreak. <laughs> the best and worst of Shawn Michaels and the NCAA tournament. All right, yeah. all right, guys. <laughs> Anything else? You ready to you ready to get out of here? Tim, yeah. send us out. Yeah. Hey, everybody, stay safe. Social distance. Don't be crazy. Don't be stupid. We want everybody to survive this thing. Peace out, everyone. Later. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search wide men can't jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com stripcampfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, located at facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, and Stay Classy Meats, where you can check them out at stayclassymeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.